Are you longing and waiting for your narcissist to change? To maybe find this pivotal moment that will actually fix him or make him be better or have him actually understand and realize the pain that he's caused in your life. Maybe you've noticed different modifications that have happened, but you've only seen them be temporary or insincere. You've gone away from the relationship, they pulled you back in, you've gone to couples counseling and it seemed like stuff happened for a moment, then it disappeared, and there's this back and forth over and over and over, and you just want the narcissist to change. You just want him to realize what's happened. You just want them to be a realization of what's gone on and why won't he actually change. I want to talk to you today that you don't actually want your narcissist to change. And in this concept of change, I want to focus on how change oftentimes is this modification, this behavioral adjustment to look and act a certain way, when oftentimes it might not be true change. We're going to explain more about that in a minute. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness about narcissistic abuse. I'm the founder of Raw Motivations, the creator of the NARC app, and your guide in the 45-day Clarity Challenge. You can access at claritychallenge.net. Feel free to be able to check that out to be able to understand and hear from other people of how we've actually guided them and walked them through breaking the trauma bond, getting away from the rumination, rewiring the mindset so they're no longer stuck with a toxic person over and over and over again. We want to be able to help you get free, and you can do that at claritychallenge.net. If you have more questions or you want to interact with me one-on-one, then you can go to rawmotivations.com. We'd love to be able to talk to you there. When we talk through this aspect of change, I want to be able to highlight sometimes what happens with narcissists when they talk about change. One of the first little nuances is oftentimes you'll see narcissists that will change at the end of the relationship. They'll change at the end of the relationship to be able to keep you in the relationship and to be able to have control, power, and dominance over you. Now, the reason why you know that this is actually happening is because oftentimes this change is not preempted by any conversation from you, but it just happens. And all of a sudden, it's the exact same things that you've been wishing for the entire relationship. You'll see this happen where the narcissist will get into counseling, where he'll start changing his behavior, he'll start doing all these different things, and you're like, wow, he finally gets me now. No, it was because you actually started to state, show, or demonstrate by your actions that you were stepping into power and control over you and going to walk away from the relationship if he wasn't actually willing to change. So he had to do that to just modify himself, to be able to change the motives in the, in the, in, in the, in the moments to be able to move forward. And so you're going to see this where narcissists will use this in an aspect to manipulate you to keep you in the relationship. When they change at the end of the relationship, it's only meant as a manipulation because it also means they knew the entire time of the relationship what you wanted and they purposely held it back. Because when they give that to you randomly at the end of the relationship, it's not because you just randomly said it, it's because they already knew that that was the piece that would affect you the most. Now, you see this a lot of times with narcissists trying to have behavioral modification. This type of change oftentimes is short-term, like a small things in their behavior to try to make it seem more uh, better, like to seem better in the relationship, to more susceptible of like, hey, this is what's actually going on. Words are just hard today, so bear with me. So like when this is happening, you'll have this behavior modification happen that's going to do different things to be able to placate your you and to also manipulate you into staying in the relationship. That's the whole goal. That's the whole aspect. 
Now, we've seen this happen multiple times where a narcissist starts on this path of like, I'm changing, but then nothing's actually changing. You've probably already heard him say multiple times, I'm trying, but nothing's actually really, really changing. Like it's all staying the same, but it's all this behavior modification. Now, he had a client that worked with for a little while where like he started growing and changing and it seemed like things were developing and then finally snapped. He snapped and he told his wife, he's like, I'm tired of doing it your way. And by her way, he was just meaning he was tired of actually showing up as a nice human being because that's what she was trying to work with. The problem is the majority of times a narcissist will modify behavior to stay in the relationship, to manipulate, but it's not coming from actually in here and it's not coming from in here. It's not coming from their head. It's not coming from their heart. It's just coming from, I have to modify this to look a certain way, to act a certain way, to be a certain way, to get the end result that I want. All just manipulation. Oftentimes these changes are very superficial. And it's just driven by like, I have to give control over the over my partner. I have to have control over this person. I have to have control over the situation. I have to have control of what people see. So I don't actually have shame or guilt or anything that exposes me as not being the person I say I am. Okay. You'll see this a lot of times with providing promises of like, I'm going to be more attentive to you. I'm going to be more loving after you have a big argument. But oftentimes these changes or these promises of change fade away really quickly because they've already got you back. They've already got control over you. You see this in the marriage of you have this person that woos you, that love bombs you, that that does all these amazing things. And once married, gone because they've already got you. They've already caught the prize. Now they don't know what to do with you because they actually haven't developed a depth of the relationship. It's just been all smoke and mirrors to get what they wanted. So you're going to see this in the aspect of not just manipulation, but also the piece of just doing this temporary change. Temporary change of just getting what they want in the moment. This might be not having you leave so that they can leave you. This might be not having you leave so that they don't have to pay child support. Like there's all different pieces. And sometimes you'll see a narcissist that will leverage different pieces that you've never seen before. Of like, oh man, they're actually crying now. They're, they actually seem upset. They actually seem remorseful. But then a couple weeks later, it's back to normal because it actually wasn't real. It actually didn't actually have a change and modification that actually stuck. It was just this temporary change of like, this is going to happen, but it ends up going back. Like people often ask, like, how long can they play the game? It kind of depends. Like that's why it's hard to be able to say. When you have a covert narcissist, a lot of times they can modify or play the game even longer. But being able to actually have true transformation in their life, completely different. That's the hard part of where they have to show up for themselves every single day. We'll talk about that in a second. But when we talk about this piece of temporary change, it's just driven by self-centeredness. Like it's all centered around the narcissist. It's all centered around how it impacts me. What I have to do, what I have to modify, what I have to change so that I don't look bad, so I don't lose more money in child support or an alimony, so I don't do all these different things. Okay, it all centers back around to the narcissist and majority of times centers around around the narcissist image. That's it. So you might have this where all of a sudden your ex seems to act super remorseful, apologetic when you confront them about hurtful behavior. But once you forgive them, they revert right back. And you're like, but you apologized. And you need to understand an apology without changed behavior is just manipulation. It's just using you more to keep you stuck in toxicity because you think that there's growth, you think that there's change, when actually there's nothing at all. So what am I saying when we talk about this aspect of change, modification, 
all these different pieces. Because I think one of the things that I've said and people have said about we just want the narcissist to change, it's not really going to do a lot of good long term. Now, the reason why I say this, and it's just a technicality, we can use it interchangeably later, but I want you to understand just this concept, is you're not looking for someone to change behaviors, to change actions, to change different things. You're looking for that person in all reality to transform, to become someone different. Not in the aspect of becoming fake, but in the aspect of growing and developing themselves into who they're actually called to be. For me, this has been a long, long process, and it will continue to be a long process for the rest of my life. Just like being in therapy has been a very intensive and a long process so far, going on three, three and a half years. And it'll continue going on because it's what I need in my life on a day-to-day basis to help myself grow, change, and develop. But this comes into a whole other aspect that of, of talking about transformation. And when we talk about transformation, I want you to think of that there's different versions of you. There's a version of you before the narcissist. There's a version of you with the narcissist. There's a version of you after the narcissist. But then there's also a version of you after that that you can actually grow, change, and develop into. For me, part of the versions that I've been working through has been getting rid of this version that's so addicted to shame and how it controls me. Like I've done multiple, multiple stacks, multiple meditations, multiple things targeting shame, trying to be able to get rid of and eradicate a lot of the shame that tries to hold on to my life, of letting go pieces of it, of, of holding on to different aspects, of, of being able to work through the thought process, the idea, the mindset, so that shame doesn't have that feeling. But it still happens. Like I'll still be walking around and someone will say something, boom, shame. Showing up bad as a dad. Boom, shame. Showing up bad as a husband. Like, are you going to get this? And I get this all the time. So it's then, how do I deal with it? I deal with it completely different than what I did six months ago, than what I did a year ago, than what I did five years ago, because the version of me now has been working on being transformed into another version of me. Not the same one, but a different one. One that is able to say, hey, I actually can handle shame better than what I could six months ago, than what I could a year ago. It doesn't have as big of a hold on me, as big of a control on me. When my wife says something and it sounds like criticism, I can actually take a step back and be like, wait a second, she's actually not attacking me. Two years ago, five years ago, no, it was like all hands on deck. Like we're going to go at it because you're attacking me. All of this is what I'm talking about. When we talk about transformation, it's unlocking that next version of you. This is what's needed inside the narcissist. It involves this deep shift in the narcissist's beliefs and their values and in their behavior patterns. Like this transformation goes far beyond just acknowledging the truth. You have a narcissist that says they're self-aware. That's great. That's base camp. Like you've got the rest of Everest to climb. You're just at base camp and you're acknowledging that you don't know anything about the mountain. Now you have a whole lot of work to do. Requires introspection, self-awareness, commitment to change daily. This is why I say if you don't have someone who's honest, vulnerable, and dedicated to consistent change, you don't have a relationship. It's not going to happen, especially if you've already identified that they're probably a narcissist. And same thing when it comes to you is you have to be dedicated to your healing every single day. No matter what you've been through, no matter what people have put you through, no matter what has happened or transpired in your life, you have to be dedicated for you to help you grow, change, and develop every single day.
because the end goal is we're not just looking for behavior modifications for temporary change. We're looking for people who truly want to transform who they are into who they're called to be. If you're curious about knowing more about this, go to claritychallenge.net. This is the process that we use inside the software that I use, which is stacking, which is core for all these different pieces to help you move through the thought process of how do I eradicate shame? How do I work on the ego? How do I work on the guilt? How do I work on the trauma bond, breaking the rumination? All these things are what we address in there and give you the tools to work on on a day-to-day basis. So you're not waiting around until you go to therapy in a week or in two weeks, whatever it might be, you have access to the tools right here, right now, as soon as you can. So go to claritychallenge.net to be able to sign up today.